The WBEN All Local. All Local. Produced by Randy Bushover. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski outside right now looking at a few clouds, 35 degrees in Buffalo. Our top story this morning, the Nashville school shooting. The assailant in this latest mass shooting identified as 28-year-old Audrey Hale. They discovered the graphic designer that targeted the private Christian school had detailed maps of the building on her. Lindsay Watts reports from Nashville. Police patrol cars outside the school were left riddled with bullet holes. Authorities say Hale fired at officers from a second-story window. According to police, two officers ran toward the gunfire, shooting and killing Hale just 14 minutes after the first 911 call. Authorities say they strongly believe Hale, described as a 28-year-old female who identifies as transgender, was a former student at the private Christian school. Overnight, police say they found more guns and evidence at Hale's home. A motive remains under investigation. The victims include three nine-year-old children. It's 5.03 on WBEN with just days to go before a deadline to complete the state budget. Numbers show strong support for reforming the state's bail reform laws to give back discretion to judges considering bail for serious crimes. Still, lawmakers in the state Senate and Assembly seem hesitant to do that. WBEN's Tom Puckett with what those people inside the courtroom are hoping to see. The latest Siena poll finds 72% of New Yorkers want judges to have more discretion in determining whether to grant bail. Retired Judge Penny Wolfgang finds that discretion necessary. Decide based on each individual case if bail should be set, how much bail should be set, in what form it should be set. And this would be dependent, as it always was on many factors involving each individual case. Erie County DA John Flynn says the least restrictive measures run afoul of the current statute. It, it restricted judges' ability. Uh, it, it, it handcuffed judges to a certain extent by not having all the options. Uh, it also contradicted another part of the statute that said that when judges are putting bail on someone, here are 10 factors that you can, can consider. Could giving judges more discretion in bail reduce crime? Is it a cure-all? No. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that far, obviously, uh, and I'm not gonna, you know, say it's a magic wand where you know you get rid of this phrase "least restrictive measure," and you know crime's gonna go down 100. percent All right, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that naive, obviously, uh, but I I do believe that it's gonna have a significant impact on both public safety and recidivism. Hear what Flynn thinks lawmakers might do with a budget deadline looming online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Tom, thank you. We're asking at WBEN.com this morning, our web poll, which is more important to you as the state budget deadline approaches, bail reforms or energy initiatives? Right now, bail reform leading 67 to 33 Interesting. We'll be talking about that. Some of the other initiatives. Jack O'Donnell set to join us. Uh, Albany Insider a little bit later on this morning. Uh, State Senate Minority Leader Rob Hort as well. Where do these budget negotiations stand right now with just days to go before a deadline? Back here in Buffalo, the Central Library restoring hours yesterday after pausing for a couple of weeks to consider security. WBEN's Max Ferry was there to see the changes. The Buffalo and Erie County Public Library downtown was adamant that they were going to help the community's youth instead of push them away following a series of altercations between the community youth that resulted in patterns of violence in the library. As a remedy, they brought in an extra set of watchful eyes. 
the Buffalo Peacemakers. Well, what happens is a lot of times with our presence, we are a deterrent. So when they see us, you know, they already have a level of respect for us because we are, you know, pretty much an asset to them as well. So, you know, we don't want to see anybody getting hurt and we don't want to see anybody, um, you know, um, falling into a harmful situation where it calls for law enforcement or calls for security. Pastor Tim Newkirk, coordinator and supervisor for the Buffalo Peacemakers. For all the parties involved, the library, the Peacemakers, law enforcement, and ideally the youth, it's about turning a negative situation into a positive one by bringing more programs to the kids and offering a listening ear to optimize the functionality of the library, as well as provide a space that is safe for learning. Um, I think that it'll be a wonderful addition um, to the library to have those folks walking around and talking to people and interacting. We uh, do after-school activities with the teens every day of the week, but they will also be doing um, some activities with the teens, and I think that will really help us um, expand and be able to have more to offer them. Maria Lowe, Teen Services Librarian. While the students I interviewed and the pastor admits fights are inevitable among the Buffalo youth, the peacemaker presence will only stand to make the library a safer place and a better place for students to grow and learn. I feel like people would be less like likely to come here for the fights. Like they'd be like, oh, like they have those people there now, so like we can't go there. They'll be kicked out, and so they'll like choose another place to go. Yeah, and I feel like it'd be safer. Yeah. My full story is made available to you at wben.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. The cost of a new $1.4 billion bill stadium is going up. The price now coming in at a reported $1.54 billion, an additional $140 million. The cost of the stadium has gone up. You can say that. Uh, it has gone up, but there will be no additional cost borne by the, the people of Erie County and New York State because under the agreement that we have, uh, all cost overruns and any increases uh, are to be borne by the bills. Erie County Executive Mark Polenkars at the NFL owners meetings in Phoenix, Bill's Executive Vice President and COO Ron Rakuya saying the final deal is this close. I would hope that the documents are delivered to the Erie County Legislature, if not today, certainly within the next day or two. But everything's done. It's been done for weeks, quite frankly. We haven't negotiated in probably months. So it's really just drawing up 20-plus-some-odd documents, having the lawyers go back and forth, have everybody have their final say. Um, but the agreement has been in place for quite a while now. It's time to get it across the finish line. The team still looking at an April groundbreaking. New stadium renderings were released Monday of the Interior Bowl and Interior Club area. You can check those out at WBEN.com. Yeah, exciting. I mean, lots of news, right, coming out yes. of those uh, owners' meetings yesterday. We'll be talking with Sal Capaccio coming up at 820 out in Arizona. An exciting first NHL shift for Sabres rookie Lucas Ruzak. Up top for Joe. There's a shot. Adel got a piece. Rebound scores in his first NHL game. The Sabres playing without an injured Tage Thompson, though, end up falling to Montreal 4-3 in the shootout. Next game, not until Friday night at home against the Rangers. All right. Could have hoped. I mean, you wanted them to pick up two, right? Because Montreal is right there. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, no, Montreal is, uh, they stink. They're, <laughs> we should have won. So we should have picked up two. Should have won. Um, but, uh, oh, well. I, it's It's a long shot now. It's been a long shot for... Right. I mean, basically, since they tanked uh, the month of March, 
it would still have been. I you win a game. They're in this like scenario where it's you get two points at night, and you have people going like, oh, oh right. we're not out of it yet. We're right back in it. And you lose a game, and it feels like we'll never get back in it because it's right. uh, it seems so far away. But I mean, they are still kind of right there. Friday night at home against the rain. It'll be a long time. We'll see what the standings look like on Friday uh, before that game. But Pat Kane and the Rangers coming to town, one of the uh, Stanley Cup favorites. Going to be a tough matchup for the Sabres. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Scattered rain and snow showers this morning. Some clearing later today with temperatures in the low 40s. For tonight, it's partly cloudy and chilly. Overnight lows in the low 30s. On Wednesday, we start with some sunshine. Clouds will increase with rain and snow arriving late in the day. Highs in the upper 40s, only in the 30s on Thursday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Joining us now, Jack O'Donnell from O'Donnell & Associates. We're looking to Albany where there's days left to reach a budget agreement before the deadline passes or, you know, could be a short-term agreement in there too to buy some time. Jack, thanks for being with us. Uh, some new poll numbers released yesterday and uh, focusing in on one issue that has uh, been one of these sticking points for the budget, and that is bail reform, or should I say bail reform reform, because we're doing it all again. Uh, overwhelmingly, according to the poll numbers, New Yorkers support giving judges discretion on setting bail, yet the state assembly and Senate seem to disagree with the governor on that and voters. Uh, what do you think happens here? Well, good morning. Yes, we're, we're a couple days away from the uh, constitutional deadline, but who knows what's going to happen. Um, the, the polling on bail reform doesn't seem to have moved anyone here, uh, here in Albany. I think that part of it is that the issue and the wording of that is very nuanced um, on, on what it is and how it operates and what standard judges are held to. Um, so, so far, not a lot of change. Over the weekend, we're told that budget negotiations literally broke down um, and, and the three sides uh, were apart for hours um, because of a refusal by the assembly to move on bail reform. Well, I mean, this is the home stretch where the deals get done or not. Do you expect then that bail reform does get approved this time or not? Susan, I wish I knew. I, you know, the governor has been really adamant that she wants to see these changes. Um, she last year held up the budget for a number of days until there was some agreement. Now, whether she's able to do that again, whether she wants to do that again, whether there's some compromise to be had, um, that's the $64,000 question. Well, um, looking at, you know, the bail issue is one thing. The gas issue is a whole other one that might be more complicated, Jack, because uh, these poll numbers released yesterday show that maybe there is support for some of the uh, gas ban or phase out in New York, but only for new builds and the poll that was released yesterday by Siena not really asking about existing structures which has been left out of the Senate and Assembly proposals I where do you see this going forward are we looking at maybe uh you know parts of that gas ban going through but other parts being left aside 
Well, I think absolutely. I think if you look at what the three, the two houses and the governor proposed, I mean, there does seem to be a broad agreement um, on new bills. Uh, there's, I think, going to be exceptions for single-family homes, um, exceptions for commercial kitchens, and a couple things like that. Um, I, I think also moving forward, um, we saw from the assembly um, proposal that there would be. I don't know, the Public Service Commission would have an ability to, to certify that there was enough electric power in each region before some of these, um, before some of these things took effect. So I, I think you're going to see an agreement on a lot of it, um, but also with important changes and some what we call off-ramps. You know, there hasn't been a lot of information about cost of the electrification. Will there be incentives in this new budget to help out with with the cost that could be, you know, tens of thousands of dollars? Uh, I think there'll be some of that, and I think we'll see more and more of those as we're in the ramp-up phase towards a, you know, towards a final resolution. The, uh, I, I mean, look at this, though. It, it has downstate lawmakers talking. I mean, it's very different, right, depending on where you are, uh, on the state geographically, because upstate lawmakers are saying, hang on, we need to think about this a little bit, um, even as some of it goes forward. Downstate lawmakers have been reading some of the quotes from people uh, from the New York City area, and they're saying, well, you know, the existing structures, um, they just need some time to see how well these, you know, electric furnaces work. And, And then, you know, we'll be revisiting this maybe later in the year or at a different time. If it doesn't pass in the budget, does that necessarily mean that the idea is off the table? Well, it doesn't mean uh, technically that it's off the table, but I think practically it it will be this year. Um, I I, I think, again, it it is one of those things. We're going to see a lot of these conversations over the next few years, um, not just on buildings. um, But remember, New York City already has a uh, local law 97 which already institutes a lot of these um, all electric mandates o- over the next few years so you know you're going to see that you're going to see continued pushes both by um, downstate legislators but also you know we're, we're still um, starting to understand what the climate council has proposed and and um, there are going to be other changes coming and all of those things as you rightly note um, are going to come with dollar signs, and and who's paying for it, and how? Jack, when's the deadline, and when is the real deadline to keep payroll going for state workers? Well, the deadline is is April first, um, but we think the the practical deadline is the third um, of April, so they can make the April sixth payroll. Um, it's also a little complicated because we're running into. Um, Passover and Easter. Um, So uh, lawmakers really need to have something done this weekend um, to be able to vote on that. Um, Or we're looking at a short-term extender here, which would get people paid and and maybe give them a break to to finalize negotiations. Because working on the holiday is definitely not an option. We know that. Um, The uh, Office of Cannabis Management is that going to be under a bigger microscope? You know, the governor has proposed this crackdown on stores that are unlicensed who are sell, uh, selling marijuana. And attention when we've asked some state lawmakers in the Senate and Assembly about it 
has focused less on you know punitive measures and they're talking more about how have we been you know quote unquote legal for two years and there are only two stores we've handed out two licenses for all of upstate New York something's not working here is that uh, office of cannabis management going to be under some scrutiny going forward that it might not have been in the previous two years well, absolutely. I think it's a, you know, it's a new entity here and they're trying to do something different. I mean, one of the one of the ways that New York um, and especially the advocates, including um, um, Assembly Majority Leader Crystal People Stokes from Buffalo, have really pushed for the New York system to be different is to really work hard to ensure that the folks who are benefiting from this new market are people um, who had been part of the crackdown and who have paid the price um, for that over the last number of years, right? In a, a lot of these other states, um, you saw the benefits going to these multinational or multi-state corporations and Wall Street folks uh, as opposed to community people. So there's been a big push on that, and I think there was broad agreement um, that that was an admirable goal. But a, as you know, two years in, <laughs> We're, we're behind, and a lot of folks are saying when, when and where. Now, it's a little complicated, uh, more complicated in upstate because there has been a, a court uh, decision that, that stayed any additional licenses, um, but the number of overall licenses across the state is, is very low, and we did see this, you know, this proliferation of, of unlicensed um, sites. So there is a proposal to crack down on that. Um, a lot of pressure on them to, I think, really move this process forward and move forward soon. A lot of people say it's been a botched rollout. Do you think state leaders, though, do they continue to defend it? Um, they continue to defend it, but that's why you're seeing these proposals to, um, to change the enforcement and, and, and do something, because I think they know um, something needs to be done. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.